Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. I believe this is episode 100 of the Hot Take Hot Box in Ooh. general. So we are honored here to join you, uh, and I'm not sure. I, th- I believe this might we're, might we're closing in on uh, th- uh, the high 30s or something like that. Uh, I don't know. The numbers don't make sense here, but on uh, SoundCloud they tell me I have 100 episodes about to uh, be unveiled. So good shit. Here we go. Uh, my name is Matt McSweeney. Here to join you on a UFC 272 weekend. Ty Capone is with me as well. Ty, how you feeling? Ready for these fights. Um... We have a good month coming up, March and April. Uh, there's a lot going on, so I can't wait for that. There you go, and I, I am as excited as he is because uh, this is a big fight this weekend. But first, we're going to get into the fights from this past weekend. It was not, uh, not, not your, uh, not going to write home and uh, have a field day about it. It was not exactly the biggest card. First, I uh, quickly just want to talk about Musasi uh, taking care of Mr. Van Zant with relative ease. Okay. Uh, we talked about that before the last or during last week's uh, podcast. I thought the fight would be a little closer, but it wasn't even close. Yeah, that was pretty sad. Um, as soon as he touched him, he just I, yeah he didn't want to be in there. He didn't want to be in there. Yeah, and the takedown wasn't happening, so it it was uh, pretty smooth sailing for him. Other than that, I don't have much to say from the other uh, you know avenues of the fight. Brett John's game. good win. Yeah, the, I mean there was a couple you know the. For the most part, the end of that Bellator card was kind of boring, but, yeah. uh, you know, whatever. As usual. As usual. Uh, Friday in Dublin, uh, the fans are just, you know, <laughs> shouting shit and whatever. But, yeah. Uh, Makachev and Bobby Green went about as m- much as we predicted. It, it looked even probably easier than maybe some people thought or had hoped it would have looked like. E- easy, easy first round submission or a TKO, which I kind of, we kind of talked about on here, the back and forth, but like we were. He should sub him, but he's going to probably just get clubbed to death, and that's what wound up happening. He just got him in the back mount, absolutely smoked him. It's hard to beat a guy when you know as soon as he touches you, the fight's over. Uh, that's, that's what it looked like. Yeah, uh, that was, you know, it was just, it was cool for him to step up and all, but um, I think everybody knew what was going to happen. Uh, so, I mean, good for him. You know, he probably bought some t- more time for the, you know, in the company, uh, got some money. Uh, so I'm all for that. <clears throat> but. Easy work for Islam, and uh, I, th- I guess he's next, right? No. No. Now, uh, now it's being said that he's got to fight Daryush now because he turned down. That. And I guess we could talk about it now. Fazeev pulls out with COVID for this next fight. They were looking for somebody to come in and step in, and Islam raised his hand, said he would fight him at 170. They, you know, Dana, everyone basically thought it was a done deal. It was going to happen, and then uh, apparently, you know, the rumor is that he turned it down. Islam did, and uh, you know, I don't think we either. What we were talking about before, we don't, either one of us really blame him for doing so, but it's more of the raising your hand and saying you're going to do it. And then, actually, never mind. I changed my mind. Like that. That's where you get a little bit of anger from the fans. I would say. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't. I mean, you know, what what was the whole point? There's other guys. There, you know, everyone does it whenever somebody pulls out. Everyone wants to throw their hat in the rain. I, I mean, I think we'd rather have seen that than Hanato Moicano, but. Well, question. We'll take it. Yeah, you know, we'll take it. I guess. Yeah, and you know it is what it is. So now we move to uh, 
you know, it'll be Rafael or I'm not Rafael dos Anjos versus uh, Renato Moicano this weekend. We'll get into all that, but Wellington Terman uh, comes with a uh, com- sort of a come from behind sneaky armbar victory over Misha Serkinov. Uh, Serkinov was was doing well for a while in this fight. You know, I think he won the first round, but yeah. you know, Terman just he kind of got sloppy a little bit, left that arm too straight. And quick man, Terman took it with him. His jiu-jitsu is good, dude. He took that quick. Good for him. I was I I didn't bet him, but I wanted to. Uh, yeah, he didn't look good in the, in the beginning, but that's kind of how Serkinov. That's 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 what he does. He's a front runner, really. Uh, anytime he's you know he pushes, he starts the pace. It's you know it favors him, but uh, he gets hit, he folds. You know he gets put in submission, he taps quick. I know it was in there tight, but you know that was a quick quick tap. Um, yeah, it was, well, he knew it right away. As soon as, as, soon as he yeah. had that arm extended, he had his arm extended so far. He had it straight, basically touching his shoulder while he was like, I mean, come know, on, kind of in the full guard. Like it was, his propped up his more on his shoulders. That was easy. It was easy money, dude. That that easy money. Yeah. So uh, here's a fight that caused a lot of uh, ire and uh, you know discussion and disagreement. I would say our girl Priscilla Cachuera gets the victory as the underdog against Ji Young Kim, and a lot of people say. She didn't deserve it. What did you think? Um, there was a couple fights that you know were um, were close, like the Petrosian Rodriguez fight. Um, uh, I don't know. I, I think I think um, I think Kim won the first two, and then Cachoeira won the third. But it's t- I honestly have to go back and rewatch it again. Probably uh, you know by this time I I was checked out. Uh, Gian Kim was this by points was the sixth. Uh, leg of my big parlay that came for it came close and went four uh, four legs deep. Um, I, I honestly thought Kim won though, but it was so close that I didn't really I, I really didn't care at all. Priscilla came on strong in the third and you know bloodied her up. I just I didn't think it was enough uh, to win the fight. I thought Kim won the first two. It was close though. You know, uh, what do you think? Uh, I I didn't really. I mean I. I, that was kind of my thought. I didn't really have a uh, winner either way. Like, I, it's it's tough when you watch and somebody's putting up like the points and they're the 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 work rates out there and they're putting they're constantly just putting offense out and then Cachuera the couple stuff she throws it's like stunning and wobbling. Gion Kim, so it's like a power versus you know just put yeah. out sort of thing. I don't necessarily. I didn't think she got robbed. Because uh, I just didn't think she did enough in the in the third round. I've seen uh, like the fights like this go that way, but yeah, I th- I thought Ji Young Kim won, but I just didn't think it was as like a uh, robbery ish uh, as some people thought. But yeah. I, I don't blame them for thinking that way. I mean, unanimous is crazy. It sh- it should have been a split decision, but yeah, the judging uh, the whole night was uh, shaky. Yeah, yeah, and we'll get into some of that uh, down the road. Armin Sarukian. Uh, with, with a dominant, dominant performance over Joel Alvarez, this was this was shocking to us. I mean, not that we thought that he didn't have it in him, but we we had a little bit, you know, more. We, we were highly, uh, we thought highly of Joel Alvarez, and it's nothing against him, man. You, that Sarukian's a tank. Yeah, man, that was easy. He he went through him quick, and I, you know, I, I thought honestly there was a chance that he could just, you know, his path to victory was easy. All he had to do was get a takedown, and and you know. Uh, just smother him on top, and that's what what he did. And then he fucking, you know, when as soon as that one elbow landed, dude, he got split open quick. And uh, it honestly, I wasn't, I was surprised it kept going after the first because as soon as, you know, that thing got touched again, it was, it was going to just burst open, and uh, it looked like a crater, like right on his um, bridge of his nose, or like I think that's where it was. Um, 
Yeah, you know, Alvarez's takedown defense is always going to be what what uh, separates him from the rest of the top contenders, especially at 155. I mean, that's 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 a that's a big wrestling based division, and he has literally no takedown defense at all. He invites take you know getting taken down because he wants to get some submissions because he's so tall for that for that weight class. But uh, maybe you know maybe seeing him move up wouldn't be a bad idea. I don't think he needs to, but um, you know, I think he has to work on that wrestling for sure. Yeah, no, it's he, he was taken down with ease and constantly throughout it, and the, those he was bleeding more than I've ever seen anyone bleed in the octagon. That I said bad. that on, on Twitter. It was yeah, it was insane. I, I just he got split up right above his nose, and he was just leaking like he got hit with a hammer or some blunt large weapon. But this next fight was really kind of uh, befuddled me. I guess I'll say uh, Petrosian versus Gregory Rodriguez. Uh, and sorry for the pause there. I don't even know if you guys would know there was a pause, but in, in all honesty and, and uh, transparency, I'd like to say. But 29-28, 28-29, 30-27 was the one that really insane, just absolutely could Stick not. Stick boxing. Yeah, could not believe it. Who was that again? Tony Weeks. Of course. There you go. Thank you, Tony Weeks, for the worst scorecard of the weekend. I thought at least you got to at least give him one round there. Um whether you thought who who won or who lost, that was kind of uh, another back and forth fight. I thought Rodriguez won. I mean, I had him, so I'm kind of biased anyway. But I just thought the damage he was doing, and he was when he would hurt uh, Petrosian, he was hurting him bad, really real bad. And even in that, I just don't know how that round where he kicked him in the head was as the third rounder. I'm not sure, but he come on, man, how do you not give him that round? Then he has his back. Like there was, I just. Whatever, whatever. I don't know what the fuck he was watching, to be honest. But you know, teach his. So own. this is right. This is right after the uh, Zurong uh, fucked me over. Um, so I kind of lost interest a little bit after that. Went into a, a little slight depression. But uh, I thought, you know, Tony Weeks given every round the Petrosians nuts, it, insane. Um, only and funny enough, he was the only one to give round three to Petrosian, which I thought honestly he won. I thought the first two might have been. Uh, Rodriguez, I think live I had it one, two Rodriguez, three Petrosian. Um, but they both got hurt in round three. It was fucking absolute war. Yeah, it was nuts. Um, and they were both, they were, every round was close, honestly. You know, I, I, I just leaned more Rodriguez every which way more than I leaned Petrosian. Um, so I'm kind of, I'm with you there. Like, I'm, you know, I don't really fully get it. It's funny because Tony Weeks, I, I like, I see how he viewed, um, the third round for Armin, but <laughs> the first two, I don't, yeah, I don't understand that at all. Yeah, well, well, uh, yeah, I, I, it was just like whatever, you know. Like it, it, this is just a part of MMA and watching this uh, on a week-to-week basis. Armin got round one with for every ju- from every judge, and he got round two from two. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, uh, we could we could talk about the judging all day long. I'm telling you, it, Mike Bell. I've I've had an issue with Mike Bell for a little. I'm starting to see his name more and more. So he better keep uh, his head on a swivel. Yeah, it's not good. Ignacio Bahamondes. And Rong Zhu, dude, your boy. Uh, he, he, yeah. This is a dominant performance for Ignacio. He, this is he's the best worked. he's looked. Yeah. Rong, um, I mean, not much to say. I mean, other than that, I mean, he just kept him. <laughs> he, he just kept him off of him the whole time, and even the the grappling was on point. He was yeah, sweeping you know, and doing what he wanted it's, everywhere. It's funny because he was taking damage against Roosevelt Roberts, Zhu uh, Rong. He. It's funny. Zhu uh, Rong can hit hard and he's quick. You know, whenever he would go forward, he would. You know, he would, he would do some good things, but then he would stop and completely stop. First round, he did absolutely nothing. In the beginning of the second, he said, you know what? I, I have to change things up. 
And then he did it for like two minutes and stopped again. So he lost the first two rounds. And then third round, his, his corner says, go for a takedown. Goes for a takedown. He gets Bravo choked. What are you doing here? The fuck kind of advice is that? Is that? <laughs> he almost got guillotined twice. And then he gets Bravo choked. There wasn't, oh, it was kind of panic mode at that point, I would imagine. Cause it, it, I would have just started swinging crazy. That's where you have to back him up against the cage. And, you know, he doesn't have that reach advantage. He can't pepper you with the jab that you just let him hit you with all, all fight. I don't know where the defense is. Um, you know, I, I guess he's 21. I don't know how legit that is, but he has a lot of work to do defensively. Yeah. Um, can't be just letting people punch you and then, like, sticking your tongue out as if that means anything. Mini Nunez. With a dominant performance over Ramona Pasquale, which we had the inside the distance. We were not lucky enough to get it, but we definitely had our opportunities Almost. throughout this fight. Uh, she was hurt at multiple occasions, uh, and Nunez was dominating her. For, yeah, But she was able to get taken down a couple times, which really hurt the uh, the momentum and the uh, just uh, just everything like when you thought she would have him backed up or have her backed up and it was like you know starting to look your way and there was a couple times where i mean pasquale got dropped and then would continue to you know just defend herself she got a couple like hey fight back sort of uh you know warning yeah. so it was getting close there but nunez with a dominant decision and she gets it done she got taken down i think it's like she would get hurt and then she or she'd hurt pascal and then she'd get taken down yeah. i didn't and and What's also funny is she did did more damage from the back than Pascal did standing, you know, on top of her. Like she was landing those elbows and like little, you know, little pot shots. Pascal was just just trying to, you know, take a break. Uh, you know, she's tough. Honestly, I guess you'll see guess, her again. I, if, <laughs> I mean, she, I guess we have no choice. There's nobody else at you know women's one forty five. There's like yeah, five fighters. Yeah, <laughs> and that's if Aspen Ladd is st- is staying there, which I honestly don't think she is. I think her next fight's against. Um, my girl Renee at 135. So, you know, who's even up there? No one. There's like three people. One of them's uh, Leah Letson. So, you know. It, Leah, and, she, and she's a late addition to the weight class. Yeah, it's she's like, not it's, it's really in the, in the UFC anymore, probably not. It's literally but. Nunez Dorm, Dormont, Dumont, who's fighting, who fought Ladd at 135, I think, right? Which is fighting Chase on. No, I think it was at 45 because she. That's right. Lad missed That's the right. first card and then she was That's able to right. fight like a week later or something like that. Yeah, and then Chase on their fight at 155, 45, sorry. Um, but other than that, I mean, you know, Danielle Wolf has yet to fi- uh, fight, even though she got signed. Um, that Dos Santos chick, uh, she stinks. So it's literally just Nunez, Nunez, Lad, Chase on, Dumont. <laughs> yep. So, and Terrence McKinney. Took care of business easily against Zayim. We we this was a pick we had uh, both of us. Um, you had submission. You gave that out on here as well. Plus uh, seven fifty. So yeah, I mean this was about a dominant performance as uh, T Rex could have asked for. Once uh, this was the third leg of the six guy, and once this happened, I was I was uh, officially in freak the fuck out mode. Um, for anybody listening, I had twenty five dollars to win nine thousand. Wow. Um, yeah. What was it? It was um, it was Brahmaj round one. It was Carlos Hernandez money line. It was Terrence McKinney submission. Nunez money line. Zurong money line. Oh, Gian Kim points. Oh my goodness! So yeah, uh, you know, I was I was really close. If Zurong would have won, and I would have lost on the last leg by Gian Kim on that. You would have been irate here. I would have hedged. I would have hedged with Cachoeira anyway, but we didn't get that far. But um. Yeah, easy, easy money for McKinney. You know, I, I was wondering if he was going to stay standing because that's what his last four fights have been doing. He's just been melting people since he came back from that losing streak. Um, 
but I, I don't. Who does he train with? Let's see. I I knew was, he didn't want to stay standing with Ziam. He can hit, and he you know he has good hands, but he's very reckless. His cardio is still an issue. You know, it's still it's still something I worry about if somebody gets him in the second or third round here. Um, I do like it. I, you know, it's, it, he's still getting better. He's he's continuing to get better. He's still only twenty seven. He's very young in the game. Um, he can do a lot of things in this weight class. You know, the, the way he, how quickly he took him down and grabbed his ankle and just, you know, how quickly he passed him and, and put him in that rear naked choke. Um, it was fucking easy work. I, I also had that money line. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I just, you know, I, I saw that and I got it at what, plus one, 125. And then he went to even money and then he went back to, I, I think he might've been minus money at the very end. I don't know. I just I didn't see it much from Zion to think he could stuff a takedown. I mean, McKinney's an all. I think he was an all American wrestler, honestly. And before he was winning by knockout, everything was rear naked choke. So I don't know. I just I, I thought that was kind of an easy pick here. Yeah, and it was. It looked it looked like it when watching the fight. Uh, right. Jonathan Martinez with a semi dominant performance over Alejandro Perez. Um, not much to say here other than to just, you know, Perez hurt him a couple, you know, at the end of the first round, bad. But, you and know, the second, right? Yeah, and the beginning of the second, sort of. But it was just, you Hilarious. know, Mar- Martinez, too much offense, too much uh, controlling the octagon. And just, just, he was just too much in the end for Alejandro. So, pretty, pretty, pre- pretty easy performance. Uh, I did not see these first uh, two fights, though, I will be honest. Um, Ramiz Brahimaj. Took care of uh, business against Michael Gilmore. I knew that that was going to happen just because two minutes. Gil- um, Gilmore is not good. He's not good. He should not have been on the. Right. Uh, when I watched him on the Ultimate Fighter, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, where did they get this guy? So, and he continues to fight in the <laughs> UFC. So I like fade him every time and win money. So it's a it's a great time. Um, and I feel Car- like he might be one of the worst guys no, in the UFC. It's not even. Like, I'm not even being like, yeah, like this isn't even as a joke. Like he's just not right. like him and Sam Malvey would be a war. <laughs> Uh, who do you got in that one? I'm get, give me Sam Alvey. So, funny enough, Ranking MMA, great website, by the way. They have 72 ranked welterweights. Michael Gilmore is 71st. 72 is Martin Sano, your boy. Who oh, you yeah. So he's going to knock out Semmelsberger. Yeah, that that <laughs> yeah, that yeah might be a, a good fight. Um, <laughs> yeah, that would be. Yeah. Loser goes home, winner uh, goes home. Winner, But, yeah, winner gets a check and then gets to go home. Uh, <laughs> what about Carlos Hernandez? You, I know you, you, you were high on him before the fight split decision. That was a great? good fight, man. It was a really good fight, yeah. And honestly, you know, I think you, if, if you would have took either one to win by split decision, you would probably got like plus 150 or plus 200 odds just because getting us. Uh, I feel like split decision uh, bets really are like kind of wide, wide lines. If, if you can get two like, you know, mid- middling uh, women fighters like, uh, you know, who do we have a couple weeks ago? Like a Sabino Mazo type against uh, whoever the hell. You know, these two both had just won by split decision on the contender series. And honestly, they both probably should have lost by split decision. So it was uh, kind of obvious how this was going to go down, but nobody really gave a fuck and nobody really watched them fight, which I, I don't blame. They're both really young. But Hernandez's stand up looked good, better than it did before. I thought Alton Morano was the better, uh, has the better hands and has the better striker. Uh, not the better striker, but the better, you know, he has the better boxer. But Hernandez was throwing some elbows, some knees, and mixing it up. Not much. It didn't, you know, not much went down on the ground, which I was a bit surprised for uh, about. Um, I think Hernandez was two and nine on takedowns. So, you know, he didn't have have much success there, and he he was less accurate than Altamirano. But I, I think he landed the, lo- the harder shots in pretty much each round. So it was a good fight, honestly. And I think they're both, you know, they need some need some work, obviously. But flyweight's a, a, a good division for that to, for them to get some uh, some work in. So. Yeah, and performance of the night, 
Wellington Terman, Armin Sarukian, uh, well deserved. Uh, I'm sure yeah. you know there's other people who say they deserved a little bit, but fight of the night, Priscilla Catchaway and Ji Young Kim, which it absolutely was. And yeah, uh, I mean, you know, I guess Terman, you know, deserved it, but I yeah. thought McKinney or Brahma should have got. Yeah, it. I you, mean, they 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 destroyed their guys. You know, uh, what's his name? Um, Terman did not. <laughs> it was a quick armbar. It was it was impressive, I guess, but I think it was also impressive how McKinney. You know, snatched up Zion's ankle and went through him, passed him, went through his guard like fucking butter in two minutes. But you know, what do I know? Yeah, what do I? We're just we're just two guys out here doing the <laughs> we, we don't give out money. MMA podcast, giving out picks and, and making you money. It's up to you whether you actually yeah. go and you know take care of business. But <laughs> now we move on. We move UFC two seventy two. Dun dun dun. Colby Covington, Jorge Masvidal. Las Vegas, Nevada in the T-Mobile Arena. It's going to be 13 okay. fights this weekend. Uh, main event, five-round fight. Brothers, friends, roommates, teammates, enemies. Sworn blood enemies now. Uh, for anybody, I don't, I mean, maybe, you know, start, sometimes it turns out you're wrong, but this is not fake, guys. This, the, the, if you watch the press conference last night or any of the, they it's so funny just watching them two argue back and forth because they legitimately do not like each other. They they can't stand each other. Fucking, I love when they like put the mics down and they're just yelling at each other back and forth. Like, <laughs> and Dana's like trying to listen to people's questions, but he's like, uh, um, yeah, hold on, like I uh, gotta wait for these guys We're to stop screaming at each other. Yeah. So the odds would tell you Covington takes this with ease, right? I mean, we got a minus 330, 350 uh, as high as on some books. Lowest 310 on Caesars. I know some of you out there love the oh. Caesars. But, uh, Julius. There you go. Um, what, what do you think, I guess? I want to get your opinion because, uh, I mean, I, I think Covington, and uh, I just don't know how. I mean, I imagine it would be a decision. That, that's, that's probably what it's going to be. But I, I, could, like, I don't like Jorge Masvidal being plus 250. That's that's too that's too much for me not to take him. Yeah. Um. So I've never. I, I want to kind of go back into uh, George Masvidal's career. Um. I've you know to be honest, I, there's so many decisions in there, and you know there's probably some splits he should have won, but you know he got dominated, absolutely dominated by Wonderboy. Um. I thought Benson Henderson beat him. He knocked him down. <clears throat> and that was six years, uh, seven years ago. Lorenz Larkin, I thought, you know, might have even won. Um, Damian Maia, I thought, beat him. So, you know, I've never been so, you know, too huge on him. He was just always around. And, you know, even from a young age, or, um, you know, when he first got in the UFC and he was fighting, you know, uh, who did he fight early? He fought Rafael Sunsau in 05. And then, like, Joe Lozon right after that. That's fucking nuts for your fifth and sixth pro fight. You know, you're going as a street from a street fighter to that. Uh, you know, then Eve Edwards and all these other dudes, Rodrigo Dan, even back in the day, knocked him out. Um, so, I, you know, but he has a lot of losses and he's he's been boring before. He, you know, the Lawrence Larkin fight was very boring. The Damian Maia fight was very boring. He didn't win a round. You know, got 30-26 against Wonderboy. So, you know, his Till and Askren wins just haven't aged well. Uh, they were impressive. Darren Till knocked him down in the first 10 seconds, though. You know, I, I'm, I've never been big on Darren Till. Ben Askren, you know, enough said there. The Nate Diaz fight was impressive, I guess, but, you know, Nate's kind of a cook product. And, you know, he's, he's old, man. He's 37. He's taken some damage in his career. And, you know, the, the Usman knockout was a year ago. And he hasn't been in there. We haven't seen him since that. And that was a brutal, 
brutal knockout. I mean, shut his fucking lights out. Uh, I just, I just think he gets dominated here. I think it's taken down, and you know, Covington has a lot of a, uh, a lot of a, uh, output. You know, he throws a lot of shots. I know he doesn't knock guys out. I know he doesn't hit hard, and I don't know if he can finish Mads at all. But I, you know, he can just pepper him with shots the whole time and, and just not go away. Uh, I think you know, Masvidal is kind of tired. I don't. I think his cardio is a, an issue. I think he got tired against against um, against Usman. So I think it's an easy easy win. Colby to win by unanimous decision is plus one ten on Bovada. That's that's what I got. Would you say plus one ten? Yeah, yeah. That that's uh, that's your best bet. If if you, like that's probably the highest odds for props, right? Or lowest? I mean, yeah. Um, that's like the the I, what they the consensus favorite probably. I uh, just don't like. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't see really an avenue. You know, I, I guess Moswell, You know, is the better stand up guy, right? But if they're tired, you know, and also Colby's a a, um, a southpaw. He went. You know. In the second fight with Usman, he was uh, he was still there. You know, I thought Usman was going to put him to sleep. I was very wrong. He, you know, he was in that. He was in both fights. Absolutely. Um, a lot of people had him winning the second, the first one. I, did, I, I think it was two two going in the fifth, and he was. Yeah, he, he lost the, the fifth. Yeah, no, right. that, that's I, that's all I had. It. it was like a really close fight. It, he needed that fifth round. He didn't get that fifth round. So right. Um, but you know, he was in both, and Masvidal was not was not in either of them. So, I, you know, I, I I might be crazy, but I could see Colby just. You know, being the busier maybe guy, maybe not the better or harder striker, but I could see him being the busier guy stand up, maybe get in the clinch and and work some knees and and then get a single or a double and, and take him down. I think he's how many how many attempts did he have against um against Robbie Lawler like sixteen or seventeen? Like that's a lot, man. Uh, same thing against Woodley, and I I, I think that's what he's gonna do to Mosville. I don't know if he can finish him. You know, uh, I think it's very. It's going out on a limb, but um, I think it could be an easy win. It might be boring. You know, I, I honestly, that would be my gut feeling. You know, if people ask me, what do you think about this main event? I think it's going to be boring. I think he's going to, you know, just win a decision like he did against Robbie and RDA and Damian Maia and, yeah. you know, everybody before him. So that's, that's my pick. Yeah, no, that's, that's, and I wouldn't call you wrong because that's, that's what my gut tells me. And maybe it's bad that we were both thinking the same thing. And now, you know, <laughs> he's going to hit him with the craziest fucking spinning back kick or something like that that we're not expecting. But I hope so. I yeah, I mean, I would love to see some crazy shit, dude, to be honest. I, I love, you know, it's why we watch sports, try to see right. some crazy shit every week. But if I'm, you're asking me where I'm putting my money, my money is on Colby Covington and, uh, my money is probably on him by decision, uh, and uh, I would be. But I have a tough time rooting for decisions and betting decisions, just because it's an awful bet to have. You yeah. Re- even though one shot, you, and you're fucked. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. One thing goes wrong, and, and the bet's done. You know, a guy slips and he gets caught in a guillotine. You're like, "Are you fucking kidding me, dude?" <laughs> like when you have well, you know, Misha Serkinov, and, and he gets yeah. armbarred out of nowhere. You're like, "Oh, great. Like, okay, fight's <laughs> over." But uh. Yeah, I I just hope it's like you said. I think it is. You're right. Covington wins. It's going to be a very boring fight. It's not going to be a fun thing to watch. Uh, I was at the Robbie Lawler Covington fight, and it was extremely boring. And that's just as a fan, yeah. you're in there. You're like, oh my god! Like it was a dominant performance. You can appreciate the sportsmanship and the, how great of the performance it is, and separate from the fact that it was still boring as fuck to watch. Was it in, was it, was it in Jersey? Yeah, it was in Newark. 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 Yeah. Uh, I was. I was. <laughs> Funny enough, I was at this girl's uh, family's um, beach house, just watching the photo on my phone away from everybody like a weirdo. There you go. That's uh, <laughs> I, I've unfortunately been that guy a couple times. I, you just got you got to do what you got to do when you're, especially when you're an MMA fan. Off, I, I was down uh, in I forget some bar in Wildwood watching uh, Dylan Dennis 
fight uh, at Bellator, <laughs> and he just choked out a uh, local plumber. Tomato can. Yeah, yeah, and that was that was that. You know, I was like, wow, uh, he's the goat. One, you know, one time I had my little fucking cell phone, and, and there was like twelve of us, and they were just all behind me as I had my long arms, just trying to reach out as far as possible, and it was um, Bisping knocking out Luke Rockhold, and we were wow. all just there. And we're all going fucking crazy. It was a uh, shout out to Zach Kuziak, my my boy Zach's twenty first, I think, birthday. Maybe, maybe like, I don't know if the timing on that's right, but sounds about right. I don't know, twenty something. But there was a bunch of us just huddled around one phone. So hey, no matter where you are, it's gotta get done. It's gotta be watching. That's how it is sometimes with me and uh, bo- boxing. A lot of times, I don't buy those. So boxing uh, comes on at inconvenient times. Yeah. Also. And, uh, you know, I, I have to uh, purchase the link late, of course. And, you know, <laughs> then that's that's usually what happens. But let's not incriminate ourselves. I always buy the fights. Rafael always. Dos Anjos versus Renato Moicano, uh, which was not supposed to happen. Now it is happening because of uh, Fazeev getting COVID. Dos Anjos is a minus 170 favorite on some books, minus 190, and as low as minus 170. And you got Moicano at plus 150, as high as plus 162. I got Dos Anjos. Yeah, I got Dos Anjos. Five rounds makes it makes me think it's just it's you know it's a layup. I wonder if he gets a finish though. I, I think he could probably. I think he does. Uh, Moicano's cardio is not good. I mean, I you know I honestly thought he lost the first round to Hernandez. So and then he you know ran through him. Easily because Hernandez is a stiff. I think once last, I, I think it's been a year, right, since we've seen RDA. Um, kind of interested to see how he looks. I feel like there's a lot of guys on this card who we haven't seen in a while. Masvidal we haven't seen in a year. Uh, RDA we haven't seen since he fought who Felder in 20, 2020. Um, yeah, at the beginning of uh, and uh, did he win that fight? It was a split. Uh, did he actually? He actually won that win fight. It? Yeah, he, he dominated yeah, okay. in wrestling. It was there's no he had no business thought, being a split. But it seems like it's been so fucking long. I, I, it seems like you know Felder is obviously retired, and it seems like RDA has been retired. Um, but he had the two physique cancellations and the Makhachev cancellation. So, um, yeah, it's it, also Bryce Mitchell. I feel like we haven't seen him forever. So you know, there's just some guys on this card I haven't. I don't know. And RDA is one of them. He's what 38, 37. Just like Masvidal, uh, he's fought so many times. 30 and 13, man. Moicano just, you know, he's been in there with some guys. I mean, he fought Aldo, right? Moicano, he got knocked out. Yes. Um, and that was right. He fought Ortega. You know, he was undefeated. Uh, fought Cater. Beat Cater. So, you know, he's he's a pretty underrated guy, I think. It's just, I think it's too obviously too tough a test. Um, RDA decision is risky because I think he could finish him somehow. I just don't know how. Uh you know, I think I might want to stay away from this fight. I'm really not, you know. I just like the minus notice. 170. That, that's, that, I think that's easy to parlay him yeah. with, honestly. I feel like, you know, anything under 210, if you can get two guys around the 210 to 100-ish line, like from the parlay, Rafael Dos Anjos this week with Sadiq Yusuf next week at two, minus 230, I think you get close to even money, and that's that's a fucking lock. Yeah. Um, or also just on this card, I think if you want to put RDA minus 185 with uh, Kevin Holland. Know, you know, like Kevin Holland minus four hundred gets you a little bit. Boom, minus one hundred eight. Like, and that's a layup in my opinion. Yeah, um, Marita, you so, could throw yeah. you could throw a fat one in here. We're gonna have this fat one coming. We're gonna cook this we'll, up as we we'll go get, along. We'll get a big boy. We'll Barbosa, Bryce Mitchell. Now this is a fascinating, fascinating fight. This is like the sne- the sleeper. You know, I know it's not really a be- it's being slept on, but this is this is the, one of the best fights on the card. Uh, we got minus one seventy five for Bryce Mitchell, plus one forty five for. Edson Barbosa, what do you uh, what do you what do you feel here? 
Well, you know, it's kind of just like Colby and Jorge. Like, you know, I know I was making the case for Colby on the stand-up, but I think if he stands up the whole time, he's he's not going to win. You know, and that's obviously not going to happen. Yeah. He's going to get takedowns. Um, you know, Bryce Mitchell's going to do the same thing. He's going to get takedowns. He's not going to keep the stand the whole time. But it starts standing every round. Um, and Barbosa, I think just his kicks could easily slow Bryce Mitchell down. You know, if Bryce Mitchell eats one or two calf kicks from Barbosa, he might be fucked, like, right off the right off the rip, you know? Like, and that's hard because you have to shoot. And, you know, also just, you know, when you're trying to, when you want to pass him, if you, if you get some, uh, it gets him on his back, it'll be hard if his legs are fucked up. I really, and, you know, Edson's stand up, his hands also are, it seems like improving. I know he's old and, you know, the, the path for Bryce Mitchell here is clear. Take him down and, and, uh, you know, I think it's easy work. I just, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, I, he defended a couple takedowns against Habib. You know, like, if he stuffs Bryce Mitchell, for the first couple minutes, you know, let's say the first round is goes for three, four minutes deep and he doesn't have a takedown or he's, he's not on top of him and controlling him. I don't, I don't know how he, I don't know how a standup's going to do against Edson Barbosa. He's fought, you know, what's his best win? Andre, Andre Feely, you know, uh, <laughs> Charles Rosa, Matt Sales, like Bobby Moffitt. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the concern. That's the, that Edson is the Barbosa, big concern. Uh, you know, what do you think? Because I, I feel like it's by far the best guy he's fought. It's not even close. And I, I'm, I'm gonna let you know right off the rip. I'm going Barbosa here. It's just this is a take the underdogs. I, I would, I would have bet Bryce Mitchell if he was plus one forty. That's just how, yeah. that's just how close in my mind this fight is. Because there's uh, too many unknowns. It's ve- I could very easily see Bryce Mitchell taking him down early and him just like suffocating him and, and getting like a pretty easy submission, similar in, to the fact like that we just saw. Uh, Makachev or just guys like or, or McKinney or something like that where he just Bar you can Barbosa's like, oh my god, like this guy's grappling is unbelievable and he just gets yeah. smothered. But yeah. I can also see, yeah, like you said, like him eating a couple kicks right away or him shucking the first couple takedowns off and it's like, oh my god, like mm-hmm. he look and then he's gonna look lost. So like someone's going to get dominated here. So maybe inside the distance is not a bad bet, uh, just because like, I, yeah. I don't know. Like, if Mitchell could just grind him out and not like not yeah. finish him, that's very possible. But if you want to try and make some money, I don't know. I just feel Funny like enough, someone's going to get melted one way or the other. Funny enough, Edson's plus one fifteen inside the distance. Mitchell's minus one fifty inside the distance. Does, does Bryce Mitchell finish him? Like, I don't so, really yeah, know. Maybe maybe Bryce really Mitchell know. points is about is a, is a pretty good bet there. <laughs> Uh, let me go back to try to find that. I don't know. Is Bryce fin- Mitchell finished people besides Matt Sales and that, you know, Twister? I mean, Brad Katona, I remember, choked him out on Ultimate Fighter. Uh, Bryce Mitchell's got, yeah, I mean, I mean before he started his he, whole you know, career finishes. finishes. But, yeah, but once he got to the UFC, then it's, uh, you know, majority decision, unanimous decision on the Ultimate Fighter. Then, uh, you know, yeah, decision, Twister, decision, decision. and then Mitchell is two fi- plus 215 by points. Yeah, like that. That seems to me like a nice a nice bet. Plus three hundred by unanimous, which is a little risky. You know, what I mean, all it takes is one round for uh, one or two rounds for Barbosa to be closing, and and he wins. But honestly, plus three hundred, I don't think is bad value. If Bryce Mitchell gets a takedown every round, I feel like that's that's three rounds. You know, what I mean, three rounds he probably won. Um, I'm gonna go Barbosa money line though. I'm with you. He's plus one thirty three now in Bavada, and that that has gone down. Honestly, it was around plus one fifty. I think um, even bigger than that. So I'm with you here. So you're going Barbosa? I'm going Barbosa. Yeah, I, All right. yeah, I think. I, I don't know. I just I can't doubt my boy. I, also, I have a picture with him. I can't. There you I go. That's true. It is like one of your profile pictures on one of the things. Uh, it was. It was there for a while. Least, yeah. 
I, hey, listen, I don't take pictures, so when I take one, it's, it's there for a couple got, years. It's got to be former title challenger, Edson Barbosa. Yep. Uh, I couldn't meet Gaethje, so I had to get settle. No. There you go. Yeah, Gaethje. Shout out to Gaethje, man. That, that was a great uh, fight night that night. Uh, boy, they boo- booed the shit out of Barbosa coming out to the Rocky music. I'll never forget it. Uh, <laughs> which was, you know, it's almost like a guarantee you're going to get some love. No, you got none. Kevin Crazy. Holland, Alex Oliveira. This is my lock of the card. I I, re- I know it's like it, it doesn't make sense because Kevin Holland's making his uh, welterweight debut in the UFC, but I, I just Olive. I that's I would, where he should be. I would fade uh, Alex Oliveira at all times. Normally, I that's just my mentality. I would do it almost no matter who he's fighting. And I love Kevin Holland, and I think he's going to be great at 170, like you just said. Like this is where he should have been in the beginning. He's fighting guys like Brunson. And Vittori, and he's getting taken down the whole time, but he's not getting like finished. You know, like he's. It's those are not, big, Those are huge, mother. Huge, dude. Huge. He was weighing like one eighty three. Like he was barely making middleweight. You know, like yeah, yeah. No, it's I. I, I love Kevin Holland's game, man. So that that's what uh you know that's what I'm basing this off of. I mean, this is a guy who knocked out uh Jock Rayso's. You know, he was a little cooked, but still, from like his, he just from his like. What a weird angle. Yeah, it's still insane. Give me Kevin Holland, and I, I could see it inside the distance too. That's that's that would be my do, prop bet uh, of the night. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a page out of your book. All right, you 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 started it. You planted the seed, so this is all your fault if okay. I go down the rails. All right, if I go if I go off the rails here and start doing it every fight, because now I'm starting to look at it. Double chance. Telling yes. you, bro. Telling you, we are <laughs> we are here. Kevin Holland by TKO. KO or submission. That's almost a triple chance, even though I guess TKO and KO, you know, I guess they go down the same thing. Yeah. But minus 120, I think that's easy. I, I, I easy think he money. finishes Oliveira. Oliveira gets finished all the time. Um, I think they're kind of, maybe it's a little low because, you know, he's making his debut at Welterweight, like you said. But, you know, look at um, look at his leg. La- God damn, this, this laptop is. He's chilling it. Look hey. at his. Good. Good. Ooh, oh, look at that. Thanks. Ooh. Double, dude. We're, we're, I'm self, we're in I'll just say he's chilling at 180. Chilling at 180 right. right now, they said. Kevin Holland? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's coming in. Uh, I mean, that that's pretty good when you're coming into a week when you're supposed to be cutting weight for the first time at a new weight class, you know? So you like only 10 pounds. That should, be, that should be no problem for him. And it was obviously um, made weight today. You know, he finished Buckley. He finished Ontiveros, who's, you know, a bum when he gets hit. But, hey, he's, he, can hit, he can hit R2. And he finished Jock Ray in the first. Um, Alex Oliveira, he gets finished a lot. You know, I know he's 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 been around for a while, but he's on a three fight losing streak. Um, Nico Price, Randy Brown, Randy Brown had a one arm rear naked choke and finished him. Uh, I think I think Kevin Holland can definitely do that. Uh, what's this plus five hundred? I believe is what Kevin Holland is sub. It was way higher than that. It was at like plus one eighty, I think. Uh, before or plus one eighty, I'm just tripping. Plus eight hundred. Um, all right. Nice interruption. Peace, but, uh, bro. I got – that's what – double chance, minus 120. I think he finishes him easily. I, you know, whether he, he uh, drops him and then subs him or he drops him and TKOs him, I think he does – I could see either one of them playing out. I think he hurts him either way, and I think he could he could definitely just get that rear naked choke. You know, he's going to shell up. He's going to give his – he's going to give his neck, Oliver. He's going to give something up because he thinks he can, uh, you know, get a sub, which he could, but I'll, I think Holland's just way better. Yeah. Uh, and I totally agree. And I, yeah, it's just I, I would fade him nine times out of ten. So this next fight's a little fascinating. Uh, I'm not sure what you think of it. Spivak is minus two twenty five against Greg Hardy. Uh, I don't like this at all because I want to fade Greg Hardy with reckless abandon, and I can't do that in this fight. 
I don't try. I don't trust yeah. Sergey the polar bear Spivak, man. I just don't. Yeah, my problem here is, um, you know, Spivak gets a takedown, which I think he could easily do. I don't think Greg Hardy. Uh, it's no, over. He's not good on his back. Yeah, it's he's over. not good on his back. Uh, he could. You know, he's strong though, and he has like a nice little base. I think he could stuff a takedown if Spivak just just decides to barrel in. Uh, he did that against Tom Aspinall. It did not work. Tom Aspinall, you know, much higher level than Greg Hardy, but it, the way he tried to take him down was very sad. It didn't, wasn't even close to working. And as soon as Aspinall hit him, man, he hurt him, uh, and he was done. And, you know, the elbow, it was nice and all, but it wasn't, you know, I don't know, it wasn't insane. And as soon as he hit him with that, he fell, and then he just rolled over to his stomach and turtled up. I think if Greg Hardy hits him, man, and catches him clean, he could that could be it, you know. And Greg Hardy's a quick starter. He, he hurt Ty Toivasa. He he. You know, don't get it twisted. Ty Toivasa might be fighting for a title somehow, uh, you know, soon. And Greg Hardy might be out of the UFC also soon. But Greg Hardy could have easily finished him, you know. Yeah, he um, had him wobbled, wobbled. Had him, and he hurt, he hurt him first, and it was a minute in, you know. So imagine, you know, if the roles were reversed. What if Greg Hardy would have knocked out Toivasa in a minute? You know, would he be, plus, you know, plus 150, 160 against Sergey Spivak? I highly doubt it. Um, but that's Greg Hardy. He's not, he's not good. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, that's always not. the yep. the chance you take, you know, with a guy like that. But I think Greg Hardy round one uh, is pretty good value, plus four seventy five. Um, that's if, if I'm going to bet something here, it's going to be Greg Hardy uh, inside the distance, plus two fifty. Spivak is plus one one hundred five. I think Spivak, obviously, like I said, it takes him down, it's over. But start standing. He's a quick starter, and Spivak does not like getting hit. He, he has, as ju- he's just like Misha, Sik- uh, Misha Serkinov in the way he's a front runner. He does well until it gets ugly. So, uh, and Greg Hardy likes to make it ugly. You know, he's not very good, but at heavyweight, you don't have to be. You know, that's 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 the blessing with him. So, I'm going to go Greg Hardy on the upset. I think he gets one more fight. I think it's Derek Lewis, and he gets put the fuck to sleep for good. And I think that'll be the end of that. But he's got one more chapter left. Wow. So uh, a reprieve has been given to Greg Hardy today. He will have one final dance in the sun. Uh, yeah, I like that uh, inside the distance that you just said. Uh, was that plus 250 for Greg Hardy? Like, uh, you know, for a guy that it's pretty easy what he's going to do and what he wants to do and what he that's the only way he can do anything, you know? So uh, I get it. He's not good, you know. But, again, I, I feel like odds makers, a lot of the time, you know, these odds get set off of – more of so who actually won than, you know, the context of that win. Yeah. Um, not, I'm not telling you to, you know, throw the mortgage on Greg Hardy here because I would love I would love to see Spivak, you know, honestly just slap him. Just smash the shit out of him. Smash him. Yeah, him, yeah some, some elbows. But uh, I would honestly like to – I'd much rather like to see Derek Lewis or somebody coming off a loss to do that. You know, I've been waiting for Greg Hardy to go on a win streak just so they can put him in there with somebody who is just, you know – has been had a, a couple of rough fights who just puts him out cold, man, out cold. But, uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go uh, Greg Hardy. All right, I like it. Greg Hardy. I'm going Greg Hardy inside the distance, dabbling a little bit. Um, Get it. Jalen Turner, the tarantula, fighting Jamie Malarkey. Is this, the ne- is this correct, the next fight? Yes, sir. I can't believe that Marina Rodriguez and uh, Jan is, is so far down the card, which it really should not be when you're having t- you know, two of the top ten best women in the world at, at, at your, you know, one, one of your weight classes, but you know, whatever, uh, you know, when you have Greg Hardy and Sergey Spivak on the, on the main <laughs> card, which is insane, but you know why we they do that. It's like fat guys hitting each other early on, but what do you got here? It's, this is uh this is a relatively, anything under minus 200 is fascinating to me. Um, minus 165 for Jalen Turner. Jamie Malarkey is plus 135. 
Yeah. So I, th- I think the thing with, um, the thing with Jamie Malarkey, he's, he's tough, man. He's good, but he likes, he takes a, he, he likes to get a, he likes to get hit first. He likes to make a comeback. He did against Devontae Smith. Unfortunately, Devontae, my boy, let me down again. Heisman uh, Trophy come, winner. I know. Come on, man. Comma worthy. Uh, Malarkey made quick work of him, but, uh, you know, Riddell was, was piecing him up. Ferreziam was doing some things, you know, and those, you know, those are two good guys, but, uh, you know, Jalen Turner is, is, you know, he's got some losses. Don't, you know, don't be fooled by his 11 and 5 records. Nothing great. Matt Favola beat him. Uh, Luke A. You know, smoked him, but he fought Vicente Luque, you know, right in his debut, I think. Habib and Connor card, which is absolutely insane. Yeah, it was his yeah. first fight off the contender series. Like, you know, and his, he, he got knocked out a couple times early in his career. Um, he's got a couple knockout losses, but, it, you know, Jamie Mark, if he hits him, if he hurts him, and he does what he did to Devontae Smith, you know, where he kind of rallies late, I could see it happen. I've seen, um, I've seen Turner get tired. Especially against Frivola. Um, but, you know, his last couple of wins, Brock Weaver, Euros Medic, Joshua Kulabal, I don't think any of them are even around anymore. Uh, I just, I, I think, you know, Malarkey takes too much damage. And I think Jalen Turner, you know, is really good standing up. Uh, I, I don't love that Jalen Turner is a kind of a big favorite, not a big favorite, but, you know, minus 155, minus 165. I like him inside the distance at plus money. Um, that's what I'd go with. I think he's going to hurt Malarkey in the first or second with a kick or a knee or. He just got that. There's long arms, man. He's got he's got some good stand up. He can do some things. Uh, he's, you know, hit him though. Jamie Larkey can, can can crack. Saw he did Devontae Smith. He made him quit. Uh, I think he might be able to do that to Jalen Turner if it gets in the third round, possibly. But uh, give me Jalen Turner, tarantula by first round knockout. Wow, that's that's stepping out there, baby. Uh, I like I like yeah. Jalen Turner. Just give me the. Give me the money line. I don't like anything crazy like that. Give me the minus one sixty, close enough to the uh, earth where I am feel comfortable hopping in there. Marina Rodriguez. Yeah, do we well, even live on Earth anymore? Uh, I don't. Honest. I don't technically. Uh, right, right now, whenever I uh, indulge in the devil's lettuce, I'm never on Earth anymore because uh, I am not a uh, avid uh, devil's lettuce user anymore. Yeah. like I was back yep. in the day, of course. Uh, right. Marina Rodriguez. Yan Salnan, I'm, I'm releasing a lot of information today. Yeah, minus two fifty. Come get me feds. Minus two fifty for Marina Rodriguez. Uh, th- this is a this is a lock for me. I, I, this is just an automatic bet uh, every time. Minus two fifty matched up with Kevin Holland minus three seventy. Match that up with Covington minus three fifty. You know, we're we're we're, we're yeah. playing we're playing nice now. Um, I so the thing with Yan. I have some, I have a, I have some bad taste in my mouth from, uh, from last fight. You know why? Oh, the cookie monster. She did not. She did not. I, I sent her on a mission to do one thing, and she didn't do it. So now she is forever, unfortunately, dead to me. So to rev- to to pay back what she didn't do, I think I need M- Marina Rodriguez inside the distance here. Uh, I think it could happen. I like Marina Rodriguez. I think she, you know, she hits hard. Her stand-up's good. She couldn't get Dern out there. I, I don't think her strikes are that varied. I don't think her offense is that varied. I think she has serious cardio issues. It's why she lost to Carlos Barza, which she didn't lose. It's why she had a draw with Calvillo. She won that one as well. Uh, and she had a draw with Rana Marcos. She also won that. But, but she, uh, you know, she didn't finish Waterson. Uh, yeah, I, I think she should put Jan out. I think she should, but I don't think she will. Uh, yeah, part of me thing. doesn't think she does. You know, it, it's like, uh, Jan, you know, what has she done? She beat Claudia Gadella. Yeah, that's cool. But Claudia Gadella's 
on her way out. You know, I think she might be done by now. She's literally when like, they fought. Yeah, not even fighting anymore. It's crazy. And before that, she fought Carolina, and she, you know, she's out. And Angela Hill, you know, so she, she it's all decisions, you know. So if she if she wants to take Marina down, I think she can. But we just saw her get taken down and absolutely brutalized by Carla Sparza. You know, like what if Marina gets on top? She can drop some serious ground to pound too. Um, I, I want to take Marina inside the distance, but it's really it's. <laughs> You know, with Marina, man, I've lost a lot of money on her. And, you know, maybe the judges fucked me her, but she, she has also not done me any favors with her fighting style and her absolute piss-poor cardio and takedown defense. So I, I I think, you know, pairing her with somebody else, like you said, is, is the smart move. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the only only safe option here. Because, yeah, like, if I'm going to bet a prop, it would be a, uh, like, a, a, a finish. That's what I, I would want to root for here. I just... I could see a decision, but like I like I just yeah like I can go back and forth, but I just think she wins, you know. Like that's so I, I just have to go with it, even though it's minus three fucking whatever, it's two fifty, you know. Uh, I have to go with what I think is going to happen, what I think the safest bet is, because you know that's how you lose. That's how I find myself losing a lot of these uh, nights because I'm going for like the home run all the time, man. I got to hit a couple singles, you know. I got to get, get yeah. some fucking guys on base first, and then we can <laughs> do something here. But yeah, I hear you. Yeah, even so, money, Marina decision. Plus two fifty inside the distance. Were you like there? Uh, kind of like that even money decision, man. Yeah, <coughs> yeah. I just you said though, like her hands are sweet, dude. I could see her cracking her, and just yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I could see a finish too. I just I, I feel like it, it comes in spurts, you know, and um, it doesn't. Tr- I, I don't trust her to really, really put in a varied effort. You know, when she comes after, kind of, she comes after a. a a straight right or overhand right, which is very telegraphed. She throws that a lot. Um, but I, even my, I, I don't know. I, again, circling back to, you know, putting her with another nice little, uh, favorite is, uh, is definitely the move. Yeah. Uh, so we got the big fight here. Kennedy and Juku versus my man, Nick, dude. What, what do you got? Uh, how, how, do you, <laughs> how do you like this fight? I hate, I, I actually, what, you know, cause I can't say either one of these guys names. So I just don't even bother. Um, I don't even like the odds. I mean, it's how you know Vegas doesn't even like it too. Minus one thirty-five, plus one ten. It's like the closest thing going yeah. right up the middle. Vegas said, "Whoever whoever's name you can pronounce first is who will, you know who you should bet on." Yeah. And unfortunately for you, that's nobody. So I guess we, you know, it might be a draw. Honestly, uh, Mister <laughs> Mister Nick, <laughs> uh, just so we avoid any kind of confrontation with that last name. Uh, he, I think he, I think he, um, did he get a point taken away? He, I know he grabbed the fence against Hurricane Ike, which was very blatant. Um, he almost lost to Alexa Kamer, which is not good. Not good at all. I don't think Kennedy's good at all. You know, I love him. The African Savage is my boy. But, uh, you know, Dalton Jung took it to him. <laughs> Danilo Marquez almost took it to him. But, you know, honestly, I think he can hurt Mr. Nick. And, um, Mr. Nick. Mr. Nick. <laughs> I, I I truthfully don't have a bet or really a strong inkling of a pick. Um, I think you know, gun to my head, I you know minus one forty one on Bavada Kennedy money line. Uh, if I had to do anything, I think he wins. I think he's better than Mister Nick. <laughs> but I'm uh, going Mister Nick. <laughs> plus one fourteen. Yes, give me give me Mister Nick plus one fourteen. That's a Kennedy hate bet again. There you go. Uh, I'm just going to continue to hate bet against him. Uh, Marina I mean, Moroz. Yeah, yeah, he is. Honestly, that's a and Maria Agapovo. This is a, not not a bad fight. A little flyweight yeah. action, one twenty five girls, uh, minus one ninety for Agapovo, plus one fifty five for Morose. What yeah. do you like? 
I like, uh, let's see. So you never know what you're going to get with Agapova. Agapova. There we go. Sometimes she doesn't take her medication and she gets kicked out of 18. I don't know. You know, I don't know. Sometimes she has to be uh, watched. But um, she's very busy and she does, you know, I think she's more of a threat standing up. Uh, Marina Moroz doesn't really offer much. Uh, I know she's 10 and 3, but that's a. It's a very padded record. She beat, you know, Myra Boyna Silva, Sabina Mazzo, Danielle Taylor, barely. Uh, she beat Joanne Wood back in the day, first round armbar, but. Let's see them fight now. Yeah. My girl Wood yeah. would take take the wood to her, dude. <laughs> Relax. Uh, Miss Morose is lucky, though. She had a couple of uh, cancellations where she would have gotten absolutely torched. Manon Firo and Tyler Santos would oh have done. Goodness. Uh, not to mention Luana damage. Carolina, dude. Luana Carolina would have also done some things with, uh, you know, with that leg after she got snapped from her body by Miss Lipsky. But, um, you know, women's, women's MMA math is, is nuts. You, you go down so many webs and, and holes. It's, it's, it's insane. But Agapova, dangerous. The, I just, you know, I just, I can't get it out of my head that Shayna Dobson fucking smoked her. You know, that, that's so scary. <laughs> so scary to, uh, to think about, you know, um, God, she, she did go through Mazo easily who we're going to see next week. Uh, I don't think Moroz is good though, man. Honestly, she, you know, it seems like she's on Instagram and only fans more often. Um, she's not that good. She hasn't fought in a while. Uh, it's been all, almost a, two years exactly since she fought Myra Buena Silva. Um, I think Agapova definitely at least should be more focused. Um, Moroz, again, you know, she's had four cancellations, man. And, uh, I, just, I don't think she's good to begin with. You know, if she gets a takedown, you know, and she she can probably control Agapov on the ground. Honestly, Agapov is you know very sloppy in her uh, her wrestling, but she's also very strong and and hits hits pretty hard. Honestly, so um, Agapov inside the distance is plus one eighty, which you know I, I would like to get at a wider wider range than that because decision's plus one sixty. So um, I think she wins either way. Yeah, I got I got Agapov. And uh, now that I know how to say her name, I, I want to even better more. So uh, I like that minus 192. So I might pair that all along with one of the other ones that I said. I like uh, that. Plus Rose. Like, like know, this and Mr. Nick, you know, like that, that's like stuff I'd like to do. I just like to parlay two of my picks, you know, maybe Mr. Nick in there. Uh, I yeah. think Rose might be struggling with, you know, I, this is, this is not. I just don't trust Rose, uh, Morose's, um Strength of schedule. I am a big strength of schedule guy because I just think that that experience and the difference yeah. of like the different fighting styles that you need to get in there with. I mean, and like you said, I mean she hasn't fought since the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah, you know, it's so why Gonzaga has never won at all. You know, yeah, so, strength of schedule, dude. Um, I mean, you see Villanova coming out of the Big East; they're ready to go. You know, they get in that tournament; it's no big <clears> deal. <throat> all right, yeah. that's how that's how it happens. Your your boys from. Uh, Hey, you're Kansas, right? Yeah, you're hey, Kansas hey, why don't you relax over there? All right, yeah, Bill Self. Slow down, Notre Dame. Yeah. Uh, I, no, I'm a Villanova fan now. That, yeah. Uh, Notre might get in, though, I think, actually. No, I know. It's like the first year in a while that we actually have a relatively good team. But, you know, I, I was a fan when we had uh, Luke Heron Cody and Tyler, Tyler Hans... Not, uh, not Tyler Hansborough, Ben Hansborough, not to be confused. Ben. But there's people listening to this that are like, what the fuck yeah. are you guys talking about? Yeah, we're all- I, I've been told there's people who listen to this who have no, like, no idea of sports they just like mixed martial arts like a couple of the jiu-jitsu guys uh listen to this uh shout out to hassets but uh well now they're not listening anymore so yeah they've turned it off now that luke herringo's <laughs> name's been mentioned but 
Uh, yeah, give it. We're on Agapovo. Let's take it. Uh, not Agapova much. Agapova money line, unless she's off her medication. Yeah, uh, Agapova or I'll bet Agapovo minus uh, minus the one ninety. Oh, Umar, so shout out to Umar Nurmagomedov. Doctor Umar. Doctor Umar, thirty. Yeah, shout out to Doctor Umar. Thirty. Uh, what's his thirteen now? I almost said thirty. I think he's thirty years old though. No, he's twenty twenty six years old, dude. Oh my goodness. Our age, dude. Uh. We would beat him up, though, I think. He just uh, got done rear naked choking Morozov in the beginning of 2021. So, yeah, it's been a little bit since he's been in there. He's coming off a knee injury, I believe. Uh, that's, yeah. I, I read that somewhere. And uh, he's fighting Brian Kelleher, who, uh, yeah, you know, I think he's up against it here. Remember he said he uh, bet his purse, bet his entire purse on uh, Rick, he would beat Ricky Simone? No, that wasn't him, was it? That was somebody else. That was else. him, right? No, it was someone else. Who was it? It was what's the name against? It was another. Uh, it wasn't Keller. Who was it? It was the other guy. It was uh God. What's his name? Oh uh, yeah, uh, I totally forget. I, I literally I Justin James. Yes, that's exactly. Yeah. It's it's a guy who looks exactly like him. Exactly. Yeah, and they should. You know, they're both uh, not that great. But no, uh, Keller coming off two wins against you know Kevin Kroom and Domingo Plarte, who I believe neither in the UFC were same as Ray Rodriguez and Hunter Azure and. It's just oh, yeah, not. This is around, a big. This is a huge step up in competition. I mean, maybe maybe yeah. we get shocked here, but I I just this isn't it. Uh, and I think Umar might finish him. Yeah, I'm not. You know, I don't think Umar is amazing. You know, I don't. No, though, I I, I actually I like it, a, a decision here. That might not be a bad bet here for Nurmagomedov. Nurmagomedov's plus six hundred for TKO though. Brian Keller by submission. Oh my goodness. It's plus sixteen hundred. Inside the distance. Is plus one forty for Nurmagomedov. Wins by decisions plus one hundred. Give me that plus one forty. Uh, that there you go. That there's the bet right there. He's gonna finish his ass. Minus one five inside the distance for me. I think Kelleher's submission plus sixteen hundred. It's interesting. Uh, you know, I think he has a really strong guillotine. If Umar just goes in there, you know, recklessly, I think he could probably get. He, he could get snatched up. It's obviously a long shot, but uh, yeah, I think Umar gets it done. Yeah, I'm not sure how. I, I just you know every, everything seems wide. Um, decision seems. This is pretty good at even money, but again, I don't like bad, uh, bad decisions. Ulan Bekov, Tim Elliott, who's now calling himself Timothy Elliott on this one on this one website, which I don't know where that's Jeez. coming from, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, because it's Tim Elliott still on Chapology. But uh, I, t- Tim Elliott's a non uh, non bet now; he's untrustworthy, non-bet. and uh, I'm fading him on this one. Ulan Bekov is a parlay piece in my mind. But yeah, I, I just, and, I, I um, hate, I'll be honest with you, I hate betting the Russians. Can't stand it, you know? I, it's just, you, you, know, like, you don't like Russians? A split decision win against Alan Nascimento is not something that I want to just get, jump off the couch and get excited about. Hey, Nascimento is pretty good, all right? Yeah, but come on, man. No, no, you come on. No, no, you, um, no, 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 you come on, man. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I hear you. I don't, I, I, I think Elliot's dangerous too, though, you know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. He can, uh, the problem is, I don't think he's very uh, smart. <laughs> is uh, is the main issue here? I think he's very reckless. He's lost, you know. Nikolaou's a good fighter, so no shame in losing there. But uh, yeah, I don't. He know. just didn't uh, do enough in that fight. I remember he was like in like striking range to win that fight. Like it was like a like a one round situation where I remember what's his name. Wasn't that the fight where James uh, Krause was like apologizing on like Instagram and stuff like that because he gave him like bad advice that he was good. Like going into the third round or something, so he didn't like push the pace, and he wound up losing that yeah. round and lost all the two, cards uh, or something like that. Two seventy IQ guys right there. Yeah, so there uh, give me give me Olin Beckoff. 
Um, I don't really have a bet though. Decision but. probably would be my bet, but uh, I don't. I, this I is one honestly. Now that I look at it more, stay away out. from it. Seriously, yeah. stay away from this. Don't don't throw. He Ulan Bekoff is not a parlay piece. I repeat, he is not a parlay piece. Keep him out. Keep alert, him out. Alert! Alert! I'm gonna start playing the fucking uh, soundboard on here. Uh, Ludwig yeah, Klein. I like Ludwig Klein, man. He's fighting Devontae Smith. These are two guys I like. Heisman Trophy winner and uh, current Philadelphia Eagle, Devontae Smith, coming in. and uh, you know, But Ludwig's coming off two losses. Devontae Smith is a guy, you know, th- this is a, uh, this has inside the disc. I saw a stat, uh, I was watching one of the Hawani uh, shows or something like that, where they said these guys have like a 35 combined fights and 33 of them have ended inside the distance. Crazy. Which is insane, you know? Like, it's either kill or be killed sort of situation here for both of these guys. Um, you know, Devontae has a... Or, yeah, Devontae has a win against Justin Janes. Shout out to Justin Janes. Uh, I don't really... I don't know, man. I don't, ha- I don't have an inclining either way here. I mean, the odds would tell um, you that, you know, Ludwig Klein's the underdog. He's plus 130. Devontae Smith's minus 160. I, yeah, I don't. I don't really. I I like Devontae Smith here, but I just I don't know if I can trust either one of these guys against Mister Highlight. <laughs> Mister Highlight, um, I do I do think <laughs> I do think he um he beat Mike Trezano in that fight. I thought he um kind of got the shit end of the stick there, but um and Nate Landwehr was beating him, I think, and then he anacondaed him late. I think Devontae's gonna win. I think he's plus one. What is he plus one something inside the distance. Um, there's really, you know, they both don't really go the distance much. I think it's very, um, Devontae's hard to trust though. You know, he, he really doesn't like getting hit. He does not react well to getting hit at all. Ludo Klein doesn't, you know, he is Mr. Highlight. Do you think he lives up to his nickname? I don't know. I, De- Devontae plus 120 inside the distance is my pick, um, for sure. Give me uh, Ludwig Klein. Give me Ludwig Klein uh, plus 130. Uh, just straight up, I don't like anything. Uh, I, I don't I, honestly. Either one of these guys inside the distance is not a bad bet. I don't blame you either way for thinking one way or the other. I just think someone's gonna, one of us is gonna make money here. Yeah, uh, there we go. Uh, that's that, gonna be me. That's, so, uh, hopefully, back me up, guys. hopefully it's you guys. Yeah, hopefully it's all all the haters out there that tweet me mean things and say all this mean shit to me all the time. No, I'm just kidding. It doesn't happen. But <laughs> Dustin Jacoby and uh, Michael Olijechuk. Is that how you say that yeah. gentleman's name? How about that, dude? Good, good one to Turn close it out. We're uh, I'm a big Dustin Jacoby guy. Minus 200. This is not like a confident one. Uh, this might be a uh, – I might just be du- two, two fight parlays all night long. Uh, and this might be a Jacoby. And then I would have to make a decision between Luvik, Klein, and Smith. Because I told you – just told you, Klein. But you guys see how uh, – I was a little shaky on that. So – yeah. It, it all depends, but I, I like Ludwig Klein plus one thirty, dude. So I mean, I would probably parlay these two, get something that's fat plus money, you know, cl- close to two hundred. Probably not there. Probably about, about plus one eighty. But yeah, that's that's what I like. I like Dustin Jacoby. I just like his striking and uh, his. He's kind of well rounded, you know. Yeah, his kickboxing is definitely uh, where he's going to have the advantage here. You know, Oleg Sechuk. He's coming off a win against Gamzatov, but that dude wasn't that good. And you know, he was he was hitting him with a couple stuff. He was just uh, he was very predictable. And once Oleksiy Chuck timed it, he landed an uppercut, put him out. Almost lost to Modestus Bukaskis. So uh, I don't know if there's gonna be much wrestling in this. If it, if there's not, you know, Jacoby's gonna lead the dance. I think um, he's just more well, better kickboxer, more experienced. Um, he, he might be able to get a finish late. You know, 
uh, we'll see. It's going to be a good fight, though. Honestly, I really hope they both just let it go. Um, it could be a fight of the night contender for sure. Yeah, uh, I'm uh, I'm all in on this, and give yeah, just give give me that minus two hundred. It's it's even good enough to play it by I'll take, itself. I'll take that for sure. Uh, you know, put that with something else, and that's a money maker. Yep, Jacoby might be one of those where I sprinkle throughout the just to get the foot the night started and, and ha- have a little juice flowing throughout the night. Um, yeah, I just like I like that. That's a great fight to start the card, dude. That's a nice like kick it off. Here we go, boys. We're here. Uh, so. What did you want to do next? Uh, I did. Uh, I did have a question this week. Uh, there we go. I was asked, uh, "What do you think is next for a couple of prospects in the UFC?" Um, you know, we, we've talked about uh, Shavkat, and that, that's one of the names that I was given. And uh, Sean Brady, I was asked, "What, what do you think?" Uh, we'll do that first. What does Sean Brady's next fight look like, and who do you think it's against? Ooh, that could be. I'd be really interested to see him against Leon Edwards. I think that would be a good wow. matchup, a good style. Neither of them, I don't think, have anything planned. I know, we, you know, Leon seems like never has a fight planned. <laughs> um, you know, I think Sean Brady's still improving. You know, he hasn't lost in the UFC yet. Um, he ran through a couple guys, Jake Matthews, Christian Aguilera, but, you know, time to step up. Got Michael yep. Chiesa, and he did what he had to do. Uh, Michael Chiesa, is not a, he's not a scrub. You know, he's not, I don't think he's very good, per se, but, you know, for that division now... For his style, I think he's you know he's he's a big dude. He's strong. Uh, he beat Neil Magny. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He did. Me. He, he did. Yeah. So like, he you know, he's not a scrub. Um, and he's, you know, he's fought a bunch of guys. So you know, I I, I think Sean Brady, man, he just keeps raising his stock each fight. It just uh, you know he gets kind of lost in transition and translation. I'm sorry, when you have you know Usman and Covington and, and you got you know those guys at the top, you got the Masvidal's of the world. Even though I think Brady should be ahead of Masvidal. Um, you got Hamzat, you got um, Shavkat, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, Michelle Pereira was supposed to be this, you know, guy in that division. Um, so some guys like Sean Brady get lost in transition, translation. I should probably keep saying, stop saying that. Uh, Sean Brady and Bilal are two guys who are very underrated and don't get talked about enough for that division. Um, same with Vicente Luque. So, uh, yeah, I, you know, a lot of guys have fights booked. Maybe Sean Brady could get like, uh, I don't know, Colby, if you were to lose, you know, that'd be kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, I think Jorge probably, you know, if he lost, I, I really don't want to see much more of him. I, he'd probably fall way, way back down too. I think Sean Brady, if, what about the winner of Luke came below? Yeah. Yeah. Or even the loser. I mean, I know how they don't like doing that, but I could see him yeah. against Wonder Boy. I like okay. Wonder Boy. I mean, even though he would, that was probably, he would probably smoke him. In my mind, mm-hmm. just but but it's a fascinating fight because like what if you know it's kind of a uh, Bryce Mitchell sort of uh, fight where it's like you know if he gets his hands on him you know it, it better not be standing out at, at length for a long time but that's you yeah. know when Wonder Boy you know for as bad as he may have looked in the Gilbert Burns fight I mean he was able to keep it standing for minor portions of the fight you know so it's just what are you gonna do when guys like Gilbert Burns get their hands on you it's not much you can do especially when you have a frame like and he's built the way he is he's just you know, he's too tall, too slender, and he's just, they're going to wrap your ass up, dude. You better have some ground game, you know, and he doesn't yeah. really have he didn't much look good against, uh He didn't look good against um, uh, Bilal either. He got dominated. That was crazy. Yeah. I would, honestly, truthfully, I would love to see Sean Brady and Bilal Muhammad fight. I think they're very equal in yep, everything. they were supposed to. Yeah, I think that'd be great. Uh, you know, Nate Diaz and Sean Brady, I would be down for that. I don't think they'd do that, but. Uh, that would be know. awesome. Yeah, he would never do that. 
But yeah, that's that's that's. I think I think Leon Edwards or Bilal Muhammad would be my ideal uh, partner for him. So what about Shavkat? You sent something in, in that neighborhood. I mean, you could have him fight well, Lee or something like that, or what? Pond. I, I, I said Pons last time. That's who I would put him in there with. Just let him feed him Pons. You know, so he, he ran through Prezeris and Oliveira, which was very impressive, the fact that he sub- submitted both of them, especially uh, Prezeris. Uh, Michelle Prezeris does not get, you know, submitted. Uh, ran through Carlson Harris, bad matchup. You know, Carlson Harris is okay. Um, you know, so I think around that area, maybe, the, you know, the next jump up would be like... Um, you know, maybe D Rod, maybe Chaos Williams. Maybe I would love to see Shafkat, you know, take out Michelle Pereira. Would love to see that. I would also love to see him fight, you know, Hamzat. But they're not going to do that, and they should, probably shouldn't. So, uh, realistically, what do you think is next for Shafkat? He's still young. He still hasn't been tested. Maybe give him somebody like Pons or um, even Muslim Salikov. I think that would be a really good fight. Salikov's coming off a couple decisions against. Uh, Iluzu Zaleski and Francis, Francisco Trinado. Um, so he went the distance, you know. He could test Shafkat's uh, stamina, possibly. Uh, give me Michelle Pereira, though, for, for the ultimate chaos. Wow. I like that. Or Chaos Williams for ultimate chaos. There I'm you go. For either of those. You, just, you, like, you still want like one more outside the uh, top 15, it sounds like, before you start feeding them yeah. to that upper echelon. Yeah, I mean, you know, realistically, you can give him Jeff Neal or uh, Wonder Boy or, Nate, or you know Neil Magny. I think Neil Magny's actually fight Max Griffin next, which is a big, big mismatch. Um, so yeah, I think he definitely needs one more, one more fight outside the top fifteen. Then you could definitely throw him in there with fucking you know whoever Kiesa, Sean Brady, even maybe or somebody, but definitely, definitely one first. Talia Santos, Valentina Shevchenko, who you got? Man, that's a. Fa- I, I mean, that listen, out. that's. I like, sit it out. I think Val runs through it, though. Yeah, she should, but it's like this is the first time in a while where you're like, oh, you know, like, yeah. all right. <laughs> She's finally getting a nice little test. It's, it, you know, one of the one of the next generation of, of women in that division are, are uh, finally stepping up. So that's good. I just think it might be a little too early, you know. Uh, but somebody's got to do it. You know, I can't. I can't keep seeing her go go out against these uh, tomato cans. You know, can't. So. Uh, Manon Furo, get a couple wins, and you're next, baby. What do you think of uh, Volkanovski being a minus 500 favorite against a Korean Zombie? That's pretty fair. I think he's going to light him up. Easy um, decision. Patty Pimblett is minus 300. Let's do a little futures here just uh, while we, while we like close it. the show. I'm here. Uh, Molly McCann's Patty. plus 100 against Lana Carolina that night. And I like Patty Pimblett. I believe he's French, right? Pimblay, yes, absolutely. Ian <laughs> Gary is minus two hundred, or my, yeah, minus two twenty. What card is this again? This this is all the uh, this is the London card in like a couple weeks. This is that's a sick card. Nineteenth. Yeah, we sick got next club. week is Ankalaev and Tiago Santos. So you can take a nap or let me know when you wake up. I'll t- I'll, I'll watch Bloody. the fights for you. And, uh, Bloody you, good card. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of fights on the card, so we'll see if. Uh, Half of them actually happen or whatnot. And we'll see if the Volkov-Aspinall fight happens because, you know, Volkov might not be able to get out of Russia. That's a, that's a whole other sure. ordeal there. I'm pretty sure Nathaniel Wood and Ludovic Shalinian's not happened because I'm pretty sure Ludovic Shalinian is in the Ukraine fighting. There you so, go. I mean, apparently that's a I thing, too. I think he's going to be fighting uh, in, a, in an octagon anyway. Well, um, God bless. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah. couple more of these that I saw. Uh, you see Kayla Harrison's going to stay at PFL, basically? Yeah, that's, uh, that's fun. She keeps talking whatever. shit with yeah. Cyborg. Cyborg will put her in the dirt. Wow. Uh, it's just so boring. Uh, I'm seeing yeah. Amanda Nunes is minus 1,200 again. In one is of she these. really? And then, and then another, that's on uh, BetMGM. And then wow. uh, minus 280 is the reference. So, I mean... You know, we'll see what that looks like. I just like looking at these future odds to see what <laughs> minus one fifty five for Charles Oliveira against uh, Justin Gaethje. All right, I'm here for that. Oh man, I don't know. What else? What else? What do you else? like to? Uh, who do you think wins that fight? Who's this again? What'd you say? Oliveira. Gaethje uh, Oliveira. Gaethje. Yeah. Uh, Gaethje. Wow, I got Oliveira. He's gonna hurt him, and that's gonna be it. We're not let. We're not letting Charles Oliveira has been let off the hook too long. I like that. I like that, and uh, I'd love to see what uh, Chimaev and Gilbert. Br- I know Chimaev is like minus three hundred the last time I saw, but they nice. don't they don't have it on this website. Uh, Glover Teixeira is plus one sixty against uh, Yuri Prohashka May seventh. That, that's what the uh, best fight odds are telling me right now. But obviously, it's very early on in the game for all of that. A lot can happen between here and now. Uh, did you have anything else? Did you want to get off your chest before we let uh, let yeah. the people watch UFC two seventy two? Uh, I want to talk about a little bit of boxing recap. I don't know if you watch any uh, Josh Taylor fight. No, I did not. Taylor. I was Josh Taylor dumbly is watching of, uh, other nonsense. Other nonsense. Um, I believe Josh Taylor is one of six fighters ever to hold all four belts at the same time. Him, you, him, and Canelo were the only active undisputed champions. He won, but I think he lost that fight to Jack Catterall. His name was he was. Uh, I believe Josh Taylor is minus fourteen hundred coming into the fight, and um, I think he lost. I think he got robbed, but, you know, boxing, judges, everything about boxing is corrupt, so poor Jack Catterall got screwed over. Um, sucks, honestly, but Chris Colbert, also a young prospect, got absolutely smoked. Easy. Didn't didn't win many rounds. He was a minus 12, 1,400 favorite as well. Lost to a guy, I forget his name. Um, God damn. I should know this, too. I was just, uh, just watching the highlights. But he didn't win many rounds, and he also said he took he gave up in the eleventh and twelfth rounds because he was he didn't want to get caught, which is not good. That is um, not good at all. Not good to say. Hector Luis Garcia is his name, late late uh, late replacement, but undefeated, I believe, and he was a uh, bronze medalist in the 2012, 2016 Olympics. So honestly, pretty good opponent. And Chris Colbert just you know really just didn't want to be there. It looked like so disappointing weekend for boxing but we have a fight tonight jose ramirez jose pedraza on espn plus uh junior welterweight bout from fresno california a couple good fights on the undercard too as well so if you're not doing anything tonight there you go good fight to watch i'll be tuned in as well tomorrow night roman gonzalez is fighting julio cesar martinez for um the bantamweight title chocolatito is back uh we also have what else we have mauricio lara's back there's some good boxing coming up in April, man. It seems like at the end of March, we're going to have every week, we're going to have really good boxing coming up. So we're going to keep an eye on that. We're not there yet, but um, just want to talk about that a little bit. All right. I like that. And, uh, you know, you got you got Canelo and uh, Kamar Usman talking shit to each other now. And oh. I hope that doesn't happen. We got, you know, Tyson, Tyson Fury and, and Ganu going back and forth. <laughs> I really just, I would love to put these to bed. 
and stop yeah, with the, the the boxing shit. But whatever, I we should definitely, we should definitely do no more of that. Make your money, make your money. Uh, that that'll do it for me. Uh, not much news. I want to get. We'll get into all the news and notes that we missed uh, next week because we'll have. Uh, we're already at an hour fifteen now, so uh, the, yeah. I want to let these people go and do other things with their day. I know free Kane Velasquez. Yeah, that's uh, crazy, bro. I, we'll well, maybe get, not free him. Maybe we shouldn't free him. Yeah, maybe let him do a little bit of time, but yeah, I mean, just a little bit. Uh, it it sounds counts. like th- there was a whole backstory of somebody was molested or something. Is, is there, I try to stay away from uh, news and notes like that. It seems like one of the craziest, crazier stories we heard about in a while. You know, honestly, I couldn't believe that when I woke up the one day and Cain Velasquez has been charged with attempted murder. I'm like, what? so it seems like he, uh, you know, he went for the. I don't know who, you know, I don't know who he was aiming for, but it seems like the guy that got hit was fine. But also, it was not the right guy he was supposed to hit. Oh, it's it seems like the father of the alleged molester, uh, molest, molester, molester, in, uh, believe, yeah, yeah, who is also in jail. He has not been charged, but he is. Uh, him and Kane are have both booked. Um, apparently, a hundred times he did it, which is just you know inhumane, horrible. So, uh, but yeah, you know, they're both innocent until proven guilty, and you know they both get their day in court. So it's it's a fucked up situation all around. I mean, you know, if Kane. At best, at best case scenario, Kane gets what you know, attempted fucking you know manslaughter or something. I you know, I don't know just, all that. We have to bring a lawyer you on. You probably here. can't. Yeah, I I don't know. I you know I stopped. I quit law school because it was too easy. So I, I you know it's been a while. Uh, yeah, you so gotta brush up it. on your shit, dude. Yeah, I know. You know, I'm over here getting in, re- in trouble myself. No, I'm not. I'm just kidding. But um, yeah. Other than that, you know, don't really want to go too deep in that. We don't know what what happened. Yeah. Um, but fucked up situation all around I'm sure there's some legal podcasts out there that'll get into that for you guys if you but it is a crazy yeah just an absolutely nutty situation um yeah that that, that about does it for me uh, i'm i gave all i can't wait to fire these bets in that's i'm like sitting here i'm, I'm giddy. excited dude. Uh, i think we have um, some i think this is going to be a good week <coughs> i think we have a winner i think we have a winner winner chicken dinner so <coughs> my big parlay my tesla parlay i call it Here we go. sometimes it's not enough to actually win a tesla part uh win a tesla this is the weekly thing. So this week we're going with let's see if I still have a queue up in my Bovader. Um yeah, here we go. Hold on. Is it still up? Hold on. My Wi Fi here isn't uh, ideal. Oh, it's gone. Great. I think I have uh Jalen Turner inside the distance, Devontae Smith inside the distance, Maria Aga oh, no, it was um Greg Hardy, round one, Kevin Holland, double chance, TK or sub. Um, Barbosa money line and Colby Covington unanimous decision. I got it about I think fifty twenty five to win seven k. I think so. That's what we got. So let's let's pray for that. Um, we'll see what other bets we got though. Yeah, there's a there's a lot a lot a lot to be uh, there's a lot of uh, meat on the bone. I guess you can say here. Fight day is really when it all sets in. That, that's when you really fire up your booking. Like all here right, we let's go. Rock. Here we go. We got we got our lock, of the, lock of the day here. Ready? Yep. Kevin Holland minus three sixty. Rafael dos Anjos minus one seventy eight. Dustin Jacoby minus one ninety eight. Colby Covington minus three thirty. Marina Rodriguez minus two sixty. It's a five leg parlay that will pay out plus four forty one. So easy money, baby. There you go. Put a hundred on that bad boy. Win like four four or five. Head down to live or whatever local casino is near you if you know gambling is allowed, yeah, or go down not, or go down to Uncle Louie's uh, hot dog shop and they have the card game in the back. Do what you got to do. I don't know, but have a good time on Saturday. Enjoy the fights. 
I know I will. I know you will. So. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for Last joining word. us. Go Sixers. <laughs>